Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's poppin' my dirty dogs? It is Thursday, January 11th at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're checking in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. And I would like to welcome, I think he's still my co-host for now, the <laughs> Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, man? Hey, man, what's going on? Hey, man, what you doing, what's the deal, what's doing, man? I need to get my story straight. My Whoa. friends are in the bathroom getting higher than it's the Empire higher State. Higher my Empire lover, State. she's waiting for me just across the bar. My sister's been taken by some sunglasses, asking about a scar. And I know I gave it I to you I months ago. I know you're trying to forget, but yeah. between the drinks and subtle things, the whole thing, apologies, you know, oh, I'm geez. trying hard to take trying it hard. back, so that by the time the bar closes and you feel oh, like falling down, oh, I'll carry you home tonight, oh, we are young. So let's set the world on fire. Woo! We can brighter than the sun. Yes, that that was fun. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. How are your holidays? Pretty good. Uh, uneventful. I didn't really do anything. I didn't go home. I didn't go to the uh, the H Town, the Hamden, the Connecticut. I just stuck around here and uh, by myself. Actually, it was kind of boring. <laughs> I worked That's the day before. Uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of you know, but you know, because I Uh-oh. made the move here. I've only been here a short period of time, so uh, I had to stick around. Where are I didn't you? want to take any time off. I'm in Arlington, Virginia. Hmm. No good. And, well, that's fine, but. When you you mentioned you were you were sleeping in your car a couple nights, is that true? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's true. I, I did it for two nights. I was looking for uh, housing here. It was impossible. I was trying to find something with a you know a, a good cost, a good rent, but uh, there was nothing here. It, it was literally a, a tough search. I try because I, I like to walk to work, so I try to look for things around the, the area. But it's just so expensive. I had to opt for something else, so uh, I was too cheap. I didn't want to get a hotel, so I slept in my car. It was just so it was a lot easier. <laughs> but how did that even work? How is it? Is, is there enough room in the car? Weren't you worried someone was going to come and kill you in the middle of the night? I know. I was uh, I was scared at points, but uh, you know I picked some good places to park and uh, I got lucky. You know, what were they? Tried to kill me or uh, uh, a Dunkin' Donuts and a hotel. I went to a so basically I went to a hotel <laughs> parking lot and I just parked in the hotel parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> So you could technically still say that you're going to a hotel. 
That's right. That's right. I was just too tired to go into the hotel. You know, that, that's what I'll tell them. <laughs> it's not. It's not like you were going to GW and saying you were going to Dartmouth. This time you were actually on the hotel right. property. <laughs> that might, may have been the best joke perpetrated on a, a mankind ever. That's <laughs> pretty good. So it's interesting you say that you did not uh, that you were alone in the holidays. You know, I wasn't invited anywhere on New Year's Eve, and I, you know, I, I felt uh, well. All I did was what's going I on? Went, you, you didn't go I don't to know. Brooklyn. You didn't go to that party. You didn't go to the the, the, the guy wearing dresses and the uh, big concerts and the the houses and everything. That was awesome. Those days are gone, my friend. Those were the days of oh. kisses. Nobody. So that place was above a bar called Hugs. So we called that apartment Kisses, and nobody lives there anymore that we know. And uh, oh, that's sad. so those days are gone. And then it just gradually, year by year, it's been like uh, uh, deteriorating my New Year's. And then, like that was probably the height of you know when things were real crazy. And then, uh, oh, and then you of course you had that one New Year's. Do you remember that? The one infamous one where. Uh, where wow. the boy that the boy that I was in love with uh, made out with the girl that I dated and I fucking lost my goddamn mind. You remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, that was terrible. <laughs> I, that, was, that, was, that was a little while ago, right? Yeah, that was a while ago. That was that was at the same place though. That was at the same place. Kisses. Oh, um, God, kisses but... was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But it was, you know, surprisingly, I got over that extremely quickly. Like, I mean, I it still kind of ruined the rest of the time my friend was visiting, especially because he was staying with me. But, um, uh, but, but I got over that within a, like two weeks or something. And I, uh, I remember at the time playing that Kanye West 808s and Heartbreaks album, um, which was very popular at that time with uh, me and my friends, and uh, and my friend who had who was the perpetrator of this, the, the male one, he, um, mm-hmm. he like, I remember him not liking it and saying, I really can't get into the auto tune and I don't like it. And then right. after, after he ended up making out with this girl, I ended up really loving that he hated Kanye because after that, I was listening to that album a lot. And there's this one song up there called coldest winter which was describing my feelings at the time. And I, I actually was a good thing that he disliked it, even though I was trying to get him to like it. But you know that song? He's like, uh, that's goodbye, my friend. Will I Ooh. ever love again? Winter Ooh. memories made in the coldest winter. And it's like this Ooh. tribal. Boom, boom, doom, doom, boom, boom. And it's my favorite Kanye album. Anyway, I digress. That was a bad New Year's. For sure, that was the worst. Um, and but surprisingly, I remember I just chatted the girl a, cu- a couple weeks later, and her nickname at the time was uh, Robo, and I just said, "Robo, I'm over it." <laughs> smiley face, and that was all I said. Uh, and then she wrote back well, a smiley face. It's better than, that it was Robo versus Slomo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, so we'll get to him. But what I did on New Year's, I I ended up uh, going out to dinner with Rob Biederman, which I do every year on New Year's. It seems with my friend Rob Biederman, and uh, and this time he has a girlfriend. So I went and got dinner with the both of them, and it was freezing out that mm-hmm. night up here. Um, and 
And then I just went home and, and was I was home for, you know, I was working on resolutions or saying I was and stuff like that. Then I don't know. But um, I met with him and her and and I I keep on trying to figure out what's wrong with her, uh, you know, to be dating him. Um, right. And and I and I was like I, and she went to the bathroom at one point and I just go, she's too normal. I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with her. And he he laughed. And and that was like really the extent of my New Year's. Um, but speaking of uh, let's let's talk about what you just alluded to. Um, what's wrong with Jada? Oh, I have no idea. There must be something wrong. Because, yeah, uh, you know, she be. seems pretty damn normal. And Mandrew, I don't know. He, he's a, he's an insane person. I but I have to say, I don't know what was going on. He was pretty normal at the, the wedding festivities. He was extremely controlling over everything. Well, I, I still don't get why he wanted to go back to the hotel. Why did he want to go back to our hotel? I don't get it. What was he trying to accomplish there? There was nothing to accomplish. He was very controlling. I don't know what that was about. Oh. And, and and why didn't that happen anyway? Why didn't he come back to the hotel? Uh, he, I, I don't know what happened. He gave up, I think. And uh, I think he was hoping to go to the strip club that night or something like that. And uh, I think we shot him down pretty badly. And uh, I, I think he just gave up. We uh, shot him. I don't remember but, shooting you know, him down. No, we really never shot him down. But uh, <laughs> I think he just gave up on it. I don't know what happened. I you know, the weird thing is, why were we the only ones hosting, like, uh, and especially you the day before, uh, hosting his bachelor party? I don't understand <laughs> this. Where were his where, where was Where was everybody? Man, this happens every time. This happens every time this kid gets married. How many times is this kid going to get married? <laughs> but... Man, I don't know. It was just yeah. you and me, and and there was there was nobody else. Um, but uh, but where did we leave off last time? I remember the last thing we talked about on the last show was uh when we were in that business meeting. If if you could describe that for us, that would be appreciated. <laughs> yeah, so you have a good memory. Yeah, so we were all waiting, I think, for uh the wedding, the ceremony to actually begin. I think, uh, and we were in this like big. Um, room, almost like a conference room because they had uh, four large uh, tables all in a rectangle uh, uh, shape and had food everywhere and Flomo was going to town on the food. I don't think I've seen a man eat that much in the span of 20 minutes. I think he <laughs> ate like two or three subs. I think he had like a, a, liter, a two liter of soda. This man was, uh, and he, he, he was just too much. And uh, it was very awkward, but you were a big hit there. You were a real big hit. You were funny, and uh, um, and you got the, uh, the kind of like the older folks uh, laughing, everybody else laughing too. But then um, uh, the other funny thing was Jeremy was talking about, I think, Bitcoin or something, right? He had no idea what he was talking about, and it was so obvious. <laughs> yeah. For a financial guy, I knew way more than he did about that, but uh, – yeah. But boy, he is he that guy's insufferable. At the end of the night when he was like, Oh, uh oh, Ryan, let me get your let's you have my phone number, you need my phone number and I'm just like I was so reluctant to uh to give it to him but Um also did I'd never noticed this before, but um you know, I don't know if you know or not, but uh Andrew uh 
he has like a thing about um um arm hair. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this. Oh. Uh he's I might have to I may have to edit this out, but he really has like a you know how I like hate my uh I hate people chewing with their mouths open. He has Oh, like you love it. You hate it. <laughs> as well Flomo especially with all those goddamn sandwiches and donuts and stuff oh. but uh but Andrew has like a a fear of of hair on people's arms and I couldn't help but notice Jeremy was like Sasquatch I'd never seen a brother <laughs> with that hairy arms before in my life no you're totally right you're totally right uh I, Jeremy was a, a strange fellow he didn't really interact with anybody at the wedding. Remember that? He was, like, just sitting at a table with his wife, who also wasn't interacting with anybody at all. And, um, but still much better than Flomo, who was very awkward and uh, uh, somewhat insulting at points. And uh, just, uh, he had no manners at all. This guy was like, he was like a brute. And really, I don't don't even know if that was really his girlfriend or an escort, because quite frankly, they weren't talking that much. They never danced. Uh, there was no like uh, intimacy between the two of them. I didn't see anything. It was very <laughs> odd. You know what? That is a good point. He's probably lying. That because she was really good looking, wasn't she? And he is Flomo. Yes, yes, she was good looking, very good looking. And you, you know who else was good looking? That uh, was that Nicole? Was that her name? She was good looking. I think she really liked you too. Oh, she was beautiful. The one who not was her. I don't think her name was Nicole. I'll um, off on that. So, yeah, she was in the military. That girl. Yeah. She was in the. Yes. Mar- Marines, yeah, I think. Yes. 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 Um. Uh, you know, maybe in another, in an, maybe maybe uh ten years ago. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't. She didn't really seem to to care. You know, at the wedding, we we talked at the. Uh, rehearsal dinner but that was about it but you know she didn't even she was one of the many people who didn't compliment my goddamn speech uh but um the the flomo speech by the way uh well so it occurs to me 15 minutes into the show we've not said one thing that anyone will have any clue what the hell we're talking about (laughs) so for reference this is continuing the last episode uh, where we started to talk about how we went to our friend Andrew's wedding in Atlanta. Uh, this is a very traumatic thing for me in weeks to return to Atlanta because another friend got married there, and it was the worst, by far, the worst wedding I ha- hope to ever go to. Um, definitely that I have ever been to. It, you know, the one where I got bitten by a dog was less traumatic than than this one. So going to Atlanta again was a problem. And this is also the second time Andrew got married. So we, we go to Atlanta. I was the best man. Weeks was a groomsman. Same thing as last time, except last time it was in Connecticut. This time it's in Atlanta. And the and people kept saying, is it the same friend who got married in Atlanta last time? And it's starting to really drive me nuts. So I'm not communicating this effectively, <laughs> but it was not. So he is married twice, but the first time was not in Atlanta. It was another friend who got married in Atlanta that traumatized us. And, and I cannot say that again. So stop asking. Uh, and the kid we're talking about, Flomo, he was supposed to be one of Andrew's groomsmen in the first wedding. 
And this is Andrew, mm-hmm. the kid I know since I was seven years old and uh, in first grade, six years old in first grade. And, uh, you know, I think as a child, he was kind of normal. But then as he grew up, he got stronger and stronger. Um, but, you know, I'm just something you said earlier reminded me that I remember at one point after the ceremony at the church, when everyone was uh, when they were taking photos and like Andrew was in the middle of all those uh, girls, those bridesmaids and stuff. And yes, they were. And and everyone seemed to think that everything was fine. Everyone seemed to think that it was totally normal. And I just remember like, look, like, mm-hmm. Andrew, I'm thinking that kid is so out of place in this very kind of normal <laughs> setting. And all these people are, are don't, they don't seem to understand wh- what's happening around them. And I don't know how to articulate that better, but I think you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Oh, I know, I know what you mean. I, I, think, I felt like I, Throughout everything, uh, yeah. throughout the reception, throughout the ceremony, uh, this—he's not a normal child. And, no, uh, you know, and he's—he's getting—he got married to a you know very normal and, and nice person, and and I don't know what she's thinking, really. <laughs> <laughs> you remember at the at the rehearsal dinner, there was um, all the girls that we were sitting with, including that very beautiful Marine. Uh, everyone was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, there's, there must be something about Andrew because Jada is very picky and she, she will like, I remember she brought a, a date to our family reunion and she got like annoyed by him and she didn't talk to him the entire night. And everyone was like, who's that? And she was like, oh, don't worry about him. And so when she said, oh, I really like him about Andrew, I was like, oh, really? And I'm, I'm just thinking. Who the hell do they think that he's? They're talking about. Because <laughs> that is not the Andrew Who the I know. Who the hell is he fooling? What, what <laughs> yeah. is he doing that's tricking them? What is, I don't. I don't know what he told her, but I, I think she needs to know the truth. Uh, the one thing I regret is we. I didn't get to talk to uh, Jada that much. Really, we didn't really uh, talk that much. Uh, you know, maybe yeah. uh, she would have. Maybe she was scared to really find out the, the real truth. You know. <laughs> you know another thing that just occurred to me is that I think Trennis, Andrew's brother, is has gotten a lot weirder since the first wedding. Yes. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. Um I like his, his girlfriend. She was very nice. Uh was she? she's very nice, yeah. She was but he was he's gotten even quieter than I remember. Uh he's just uh He's just acting weird. I don't know. He's almost like the new manger. <laughs> yeah, it's like they switched. It's like it's, it's like Mandrew is the one while still being not so normal. Mandrew has the normal life, and Trennis has the Mandrew life now. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh God. Who I really like is uh, Ron. Ron and his wife. I'm not sure what her name is, but she's very nice too. Olga. They're very nice. Olga. Olga, yes. Very nice people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was just, I'm still like in shock. It's it's so, it's traumatizing how nothing was traumatic about it. Like I, I went to my therapist and he was like so you've you've been at at another in another wedding since i last saw you did you 
survived that. And I said, I said, not enough bad happened. Same thing I said to you last time we were on here. Right. And he laughed. I, I agree with you 100%. I, I don't know why it was so normal and why things went so smoothly. I don't know. Is this a new trend or was it just the weirdness of that wedding that offset everything? Uh, you know, <laughs> just going into Atlanta, just having to go back to Atlanta was uh, tra- traumatic enough for me. And then, But everything was kind of normal there. So I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, I'm still kind of worried and nervous about what's going to happen. Well, I think it happened already. You quit the fucking show. It happened. <laughs> I, that, that's what I, you're right, actually. I don't know what was – everything went so smoothly down there. I'm questioning everything about life, and I was like, oh, my God, I, I got to twist something up. Maybe I shouldn't be on the show anymore. That's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe I shouldn't go to work anymore. Maybe I should quit. Uh, it, it, was just, it was just totally off. And, uh, you know, then, then I got that call when I got back from uh, Atlanta about the uh, the, we got the, the damn bet. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. Someone's playing a joke on me. Things are back to normal, kind of, but I'm not sure. Because it wasn't that bad. I was, I was, I was expecting something, uh, tra- you know, hugely traumatic. But uh, I don't know. I had a, a loss of faith at that point. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I think that we both... Neither of us experienced enough drama that, you know, compared to the last time in Atlanta, that we both kind of went insane for a few days, I think. <laughs> You're totally right. You're totally right. <laughs> but I will say some weird things that happened like that. That sign, uh, you know, the, the fact that we did get our room clean for three nights, Three nights? <laughs> what was it? Two nights? That was so odd. So three odd. nights. Yeah. Yeah, three nights. That was so odd. <laughs> and, oh, and then and then when the guy from maintenance came and cleaned the room and we were playing the movie game while he was in there and the at the, we were going through all these white actors and movies and stuff and then the second I mentioned Denzel Washington, he starts playing the movie game. And and he's you know the, se- the second I mentioned a black actor he was in with us I, I understand him and he started playing with us as he's cleaning the room. He did. He did. He, did. he was a nice guy. I, uh, you know, I, there were some some bad things did happen to us on that trip though. You know, like what? With, 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 ha- with having to drive through the snow just get my stupid vest. Yeah, uh, snow in Atlanta. Three nights of not getting our damn room clean. <laughs> Uh, you know, there was there were some weird things going on there. Uh, so I I just don't know how to explain it. It's a really odd one. This wedding was an odd one. Maybe it'll work it out. Was. Maybe, maybe it'll work out. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so, because I don't want to do this a third time for the same person. <laughs> speech, 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 speech. <laughs> You could you could make the speech next time. No, no, no. Did Jeremy uh, comment on the speech? He should. He should have. I don't know. Did he? I, I don't. I don't know. I he don't think so. He's a guy who would. No, I, I think, think he did. Oh. I think he. Oh yes, he did. He, he he shook my hand and said the poet. Yes. See, no, that's good. That's good. See, Flomo, uh, I'm expecting he didn't do anything, right? Flomo didn't do anything but laugh at me for losing my glasses. That was terrible. 
Yeah, he's in Minnesota. <laughs> he kept harping on something like, uh, hey, Ryan, do you remember I got that application for you, right? It was Syracuse or something. I don't know. He kept talking about the application. Why? Oh, yeah. And he had these, like, very specific weird memories. Well, of course, I don't, out of his yeah, mind. He claimed that I got the Syracuse application from him. I don't recall him ever working a job <laughs> anywhere I went where I would have picked up a college application from him. He did not even live in the same city as me. He didn't go to my school. And I remember with the Syracuse application that I sent in a video for the audition because I had missed the uh, the monologue, the in-person ones. And, uh, and, and I don't and, and I also thought there's no way in hell I'm getting in. I wasn't even considering Syracuse in my like list of uh, top choices to go to because the video I made was so ridiculous. Um, and I, you know, I didn't make it to the actual um, I didn't make it to the actual audition. And then on the video, I'm in two different locations doing two different monologues. Uh, oh, I also remember when I made the video, there was I like. I had to do two monologues, and one of the monologues, I, it was an Arthur Miller monologue, and I did not have it uh, memorized cold, so I was, like, mm-hmm. looking, looking off to the side at the words, and, and I, like, finished, <laughs> and then I, like, I was, like, oh, my God, what the hell am I doing, and, I, and then I had to go back, and I, I did it again, like, after memorizing, because I would have felt so uh, guilty, um, and... Uh, you know, and then I did it for real, but it was so bad that I thought there's no way I would get into Syracuse, but um, <laughs> especially for theater. And then when I got the uh, acceptance letter and it was a big package, I thought it would just say, oh, you, you made it into Syracuse, but not the theater department, which is the same shit that I got from some right. other schools like uh, uh, Fordham and Emerson, I, I think, stuff like that. Um, but Cuse, it said, oh, you've been accepted to Syracuse drama. And I, I thought I was misreading it. Um, but any regardless, I don't know what Flomo would have had to do with that. <laughs> he's so odd. He had some weird memory. He kept harping on it, and, asked, and he stated it like three or four or five times. Very odd. And, uh, you know, but it, it was all meant to be, I guess. Syracuse was your destination. It was meant to be. You know, I like the city of Syracuse. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's small. So what's his point? I don't understand him. What is he, he didn't even talk about where he's from, though. I'm not even sure if he's really in Minnesota. You know, Minnesota's a big state. Why didn't he just say the, the city, too? I don't, I'm not sure. That was very odd. Um, I think, I think, he, I think he did. I think he said, I think he said St. Paul. But okay. what's, what's, what's weird is that he, um, yeah, like he's just said, uh, the, that he he was harping on these strange things and and it wasn't the way that he was talking about Syracuse it was as if he was astounded that I could have possibly been at that in that city for those four years you know okay okay I, right, I guess right. I don't know do you know what time it is oh my God I'm at the wall Tom Fogarty. <laughs> uh.
what did you when you've got, you know, do you want you want her in the background while we're doing this? No, no, no. What 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 is it though? It's not the movie, is it? The movie's not. Yeah, uh, it's the two-hour interview that everybody's been blasting oh. on for the last month. Oh, okay, yeah, because I'm seeing the movie on her Saturday. Talking about her talking about you know because the only time they could afford to be in the on the ice was in the middle of the fucking night. So her mother had her up all night on the ice while her mother sat and drank, you know, like whiskey and coffee all night long, getting liquored up, and then would drive her to school at mm-hmm. six in the morning. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yikes. Yeah. And then just That's beat bad. her at the drop of a hat, you know, for and then they're just talking about all the times that the women of the skating world had to come together just to buy her a fucking dress so that she could go to an event. Oh my and god! So, you know, so it's like the deck was the deck was stacked against her from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So if she had a chip on her fucking shoulder, yeah. And what better bitch to try to take out than Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan? Even though I do believe she had nothing to do with that. <laughs> right. But I. Uh oh. Oh what? Sire. What happened? Sire, did you get abducted by aliens? I think Nancy Kerrigan took him out. I think he took him out. <laughs> I was going to say, I never heard someone talk so badly about Nancy Kerrigan. I know. I so, think Nancy Kerrigan went into his house and, uh, with a bat, a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> Clobbered him over the knees. He's there going, why? why? <laughs> too soon? <laughs> too soon? No, not too soon. That's perfect. Well, he, we got now, now. We got to wait for this foolish ass this to come back. back. Where the hell? Where's this foolish ass over here? <laughs> <laughs> so I had to put it on mute. Talking to your foolish ass. <laughs> what the hell happened to him? Yeah, he's in the Pekingese in the mountains, man. He's but it also like it was a gradual uh, exit that he. Oh, here he is. Okay. Let's see. Oh, okay. There, there you are. It wasn't, it wasn't gradual on my end. It must have been a moose fart that upset the airwaves out here. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, I just so went from having like three bars to like none, and you were gone. <laughs> you were saying that Nancy Kerrigan is an evil bitch. Well, I wouldn't say evil bitch. I'm just saying she, you know, she was a privileged little sucker. <laughs> uh-huh. and it's all pretty much summed up in why <laughs> too soon <laughs> no, it's not, I mean if someone did that to you wouldn't you be going like ow it hurts it's killing me no she's going why <laughs> that's true I would be saying fuck a lot yeah, yeah you'd be like going You'd be, yeah, you'd be in pain. You wouldn't be, like, questioning why someone was taking your shit from you. But maybe you would, though. Maybe you would if that's what you trained for all your life, and you're like, why? It kind of makes sense. Why would you do that to me? Well, but only if you believe someone was out to get you. <laughs> why? Yeah, it is strange. It is a strange response. Like, yeah, oh. it's clear. <laughs> and who's your second hot mess? My second hot mess, and I'm not like, I guess I got to lump all this shit in. 
It sort of falls under the Me Too, the hashtag Me Too. This is getting uh-huh. to be some really blurred, blurred line shit, and I actually like that. I don't know if you saw the thing that the uh, Catherine Deneuve signed on with a bunch of other yeah. French actresses, yeah. directors, wow. artists, and politicians. Mm-hmm. And, you know, basically just saying that, yeah, the people that, like, you know, were indeed raped or were did have some aggressive act befall them because of their being a woman and the power structure of, you know, it being a man doing this, that's completely different from, oh, you know, he, like, wanted to see my breast on a film shoot kind of bullshit, which is what's going on with James Franco. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you you span the thing from full-on fucking pig rape, which is Weinstein, to Mm -hmm. someone having their feelings hurt, and then you're just mm-hmm. lumping all these people in there together, and it's just sort of not, you know. And it, it, it struck me what almost immediately after the Golden Globes, the the cry was, "Well, why weren't the men speaking out? Why weren't the men speaking out?" Mm-hmm. Well, the few men that mm-hmm. did try to speak out had their fucking nuts handed to them. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they were told, "No, this this is us. Don't co-opt this. This isn't about mm-hmm. you. This is about us." So the men shut the fuck up. There's no winning at this point right. in any of this. It's true. In any of this. So it's just, it's some murky bullshit that's going on right now. Yeah, and you know. The, the, I'm having it. The, <laughs> I mean, having it. you know what I got to say? I got I to gotta say, I really like the way James Franco handled the situation. He's saying mm-hmm. it's not, he'll take whatever it is they're throwing. Because it's, if it's what they need to do, let them do it. But, you know, he'll have his say. And mm-hmm. he knows what he was responsible for and what he did. And he'll own up to it appropriately. But, yeah, it's just like, no, it doesn't rise to the level of Bill fucking Cosby. Mm-hmm. You know, the so, um, the second that anyone tries to put some perspective on, on it, like this, letter you're talking about then um you have uh amber tamblin who tweeting um oh no catherine this is you know this is not that and then and then she you know and and now uh people are you know fighting even more over what constitutes and it's just like the second someone tries to put a little bit of perspective in that people are not fully good or fully evil they get crushed yeah Right. By social media. Yeah, because because it's like you're not listening, you're not hearing me, mm-hmm. you're not hearing me, and you know it's like this Ali Sheedy bullshit. What the fuck is that Why? about? <laughs> you know, coming at James Franco, and then he takes down the tweets, and then he's basically saying, "I directed her in an off-Broadway show. I thought mm-hmm. we had a wonderful time together. I have no yeah. idea what what she's coming at me for." Saying that he's the reason, people like him are the reason that she left Hollywood. No, you left Hollywood because nobody was fucking calling you. Mm-hmm. Well, now you have uh, five um, more accusers for Franco, so I don't know what's going on there. Really? But, um, oh, but again, nobody's like coming on saying he raped me. It's someone in a film class that it was the right. studio 
saying, mm-hmm. well, he was supposed to appropriately block my breast in the filming of this scene, and he didn't. Another, oh. uh, two others are upset because he got mad because they didn't want to show their breasts during the shoot. Now, it's, you know, <laughs> I'm not saying they're shooting the deuce, but if you sign up for something that it seems like there's going to be, I mean, it wasn't like they signed up to film an episode of The Muppet Show and suddenly he wanted to see their taters. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had to True. know what, what the sides were and what was coming. Right. So it's, it's like, oh, no, I remember that time that, that that director, what was his name? Oh, yeah, James Franco wanted to see my titties at a film shoot, and I wouldn't show him, and he got mad. <laughs> no, that's not rape, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> you're like you're like diffusing the people who have been raped. You're like taking that. You're like making that. You're weakening that. They also uh, alleged that he um, imitated uh, oral sex after he removed their uh, like something covering their vaginas, and uh, it's you know yeah. so there's there's. There's plenty of uh, there's a lot of stuff going on with Franco today, but but you know it's uh, it's it, it when you're working in the arts and especially uh, if you're acting in a play or a film, um, you know it's it, it becomes I, I'm gonna sound like Dustin Hoffman here, but it sound you become a family and certain things uh, certain things happen and not that. that I'm excusing anything, but you know it's 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 not the same as working in an office, right? Mm-hmm. And that's and I think that's what the French women are saying. Yeah, you know, if there's levels to this, people, there's levels and there's degrees to this. And if you're going to yeah, be right. upset over this old like patriarchy telling you know locker room jokes and shit, that doesn't rise to the level of rape and someone who's been aggressively harmed by what right. some pig has done to her. Mm-hmm. And grant you, there's a shitload of those folks out there. I mean, and that's what started this whole thing. But now it's like you can't win. You know, you can't you can't lose for winning, and you can't win for losing. It's just sort of... <laughs> it's like you're saying. As soon as, as soon as someone tries to question or give another perspective, it's like, no, wait a minute. I'm not done with my perspective yet. Yeah, and 90% of the people who are making the most noise aren't people who should be weighing in to begin with. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. we shouldn't be. Right. But that, I'm well, sorry that's if you put it out there to the point of, you know, it's, I mean, it, Seth said it brilliantly in his, like, opening thing. You know, this is going to be the first time in weeks that men are going to want to hear their name read aloud. Right. Right. Because it puts all of us in that same light. That The look of horror on Willem Dafoe's face when he said his name at that point, that was pure, he was horrified. Yeah. Well, and, and Willem and, Dafoe's a prime example. Some of the off-Broadway Some of the <laughs> stuff that he used to do with Elizabeth Stomp, his, you know, at, for all intents and purposes, common law wife at this point, 
I don't think they ever actually got married, but they've been together for 35, 40 years. He was in all those downtown Worcester early group shows. I saw him in a hula skirt with three other guys playing ukuleles and naked, and the whole thing was choreographed because they all had huge dicks, that, and they were, it was choreographed, so at certain points they would, you know, hula forward, and their horse cocks would come flying out of these grass skirts. <laughs> now, I'm sure they offended a few people during. I'm sure they offended a few women during the the rehearsals for that, because there's no way not to. There's no way not to. And the release of the tension of being able to do that, that someone's not going to take offense to the very the very shit that you're engaged in. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, wish we didn't have a woman. Or better yet, I wish... we're, split, we're splitting pubes at this point. We're not even splitting hairs. We're splitting <laughs> pubes. I wish we had a woman or multiple women on the on the show to uh, carry this conversation on longer. So let's jump to your third hot mess. Who's your final hot mess, sire? My third hot mess has got to be Mark Zuckerberg and what this new rollout he was attempting to do with Ooh. Facebook. Oh, no. Are you kidding what now? What's going on? Yeah, what happened? Uh, he's going to, in the next few days, Facebook is going to be changing drastically because he's really? all about, I quote, meaningful interactions. Ooh. No longer will there be the scrolls of what's trending in the news and what are the biggest hot things. No, it's going to be whose dog has been looked at the most and what's the sweetest <laughs> thing someone said to their kid as they were going to school. Or oh, the meme God. of, you know, little Johnny being scared Ooh. by the spider. Yeah, meaningful interactions. Not the fucking news. Which brings me to, uh, mm-hmm. Jay, I don't know if you saw any of the posts. I probably didn't because nobody responded. So I went back and I added congratulations to all of them to see if that wouldn't trigger the logarithm, you know, the algorithm to for people to it'd pop up and somebody would see it. I posted three times about situations that were going on in downtown Manhattan and people needing to get there because ICE was taking up folks that had been had sanctuary in Judson. In the last mm-hmm. three days, four people have been taken. Two have already been forced out of the state and are waiting to be deported in one case. The guy is going to be sent back to Haiti where his family was murdered because they were against Baby Doc. And so, you know, it's like, so what's going to happen to him when he goes back? Pretty much the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. But, but Facebook, nobody has responded to any of those three posts that I posted today. Wow. So it clearly just didn't go out onto everybody's feed, you know, like it would normally do. Well, I did see one of yours, and I got very angry, but I don't think that I actually commented on it. But I did see it earlier. Okay, but I'm just saying, it's very rare Yeah. that, you know, none of them, not a single one of them. And, of course, all of them, I had hashtagged something bad about ICE, mm-hmm. you know, something else like, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah. I mean, and so to say that they aren't already, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Updating? When you, changing? Upgrading? Downgrading? No, 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 no. Yeah. When, when censoring. They're already censoring. Censoring, yeah. Right, right. That's very true. You know, yeah. So, 
So now you're going to censor more so that you you push forward the meaningful interactions. Now, what the fuck does that mean? It goes to what we were just talking about, about Me Too. It means Al Franken has to sacrifice himself out, out, out of the Senate is what it means. Yeah. And are you guys lubed up and ready to choke off? <laughs> uh, yeah. Different strokes are rule the world. Yeah. <laughs> but will you bear right. with me, real? Yeah, bear Ooh. with you. There. Yeah. Bear? What? Yes. Yeah, bear. Come on. Oh. Okay. Bear. Uh, this this Arab Muslim guy that got into a black cab in London. And he asked mm-hmm. the cabbie to turn off the radio because, according to his, you know, like, religious teachings, he's not allowed to listen to music because in the time of the Whoa. prophet there was no music. So he was totally offended by this Western music that the cabbie was listening to. The cab driver stopped the car, turned mm-hmm. off the radio, opened the door, <laughs> and Holton said, what are you doing? The cabbie said, in the time of the prophet, there were no fucking taxis, so piss off and get a camel. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> true, very true. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I don't. I that. In an effort to get ahead of the story, actor Mike Douglas, who believes he's about to be publicly accused of sexual misconduct, denied masturbating in front of a former employee. It looks like strokes run in the family. Yeah, so is that why they sent the dad out the other night? (laughs) I don't know, but good Lord, he needs to let go, man. It's okay to let go. It's that okay. was ridiculous. <laughs> that was really ridiculous. <laughs> and his head's like right at her cooch level the whole time. He's like talking into her cooch. ABC's upcoming revival of the sitcom Roseanne will feature a character who defies gender norms. That character's name is Roseanne. <laughs> 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 oh, I like that. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's just such a wonderful wackadoodle. She's a, tr- <laughs> a she's Trump, Trump supporter. But, and, but for, for like yeah, but she qualifies it. It's not him. It's just it's just fucking up the thing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird. Yeah, she's doing a weird thing with it. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. So a recent HuffPost YouGov survey shows most Americans don't even realize that more jobs were created in 2016 than in 2017. For instance. At least one American on this show right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) Figure skater. No comment. Yeah, no, definitely no comment. 
figure this skater bitch. Adam Rippon made history Adam Sunday. Made history Sunday <laughs> as the first openly gay American man to qualify for the Winter Olympics. I didn't realize there were any openly straight male figure skaters. <laughs> exactly. What's wrong with and him? And he didn't really qualify. Him? They chose his ass. He didn't even place. And they bumped out the kid that came in second in the nationals. Why? Because it was an old. Because it was an older kid. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, Adam Pampon. <laughs> Michael oh, Wolf's new book, Fire up. and Fury, alleges that many campaign staffers and White House aides have said they feel something is wrong with the president. In response, President Trump said, yes, but I have the tr- most tremendous amount of wrong. <laughs> He's winning oh, wrongly, bigly. Yeah. Oh, big, I had bigly in a joke I deleted. But uh, that was there, too. Oh, and speaking of shit, just uh, this thing I'm going to talk about now, she just she just like said her New Year's resolution is to get everything started right with fucking coffee ah, enemas. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm talking about that goop, Ooh, goop, bitch. Goop. Oh, my God. You know, Gwyneth, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. God, she's terrible. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you taking a shit? Are you taking a shit? She announced God. Who could do oh, that daddy. for the producer, director, writer, Brad Falchuk? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. You are right. What's no going on over there? <laughs> no word on whether Falchuk. Was conscious at the time they were Hey, oh my God, what is going hey, on? Hey, weeks, weeks, weeks. What's up? Weeks. What's up? Come to re- come to What's rehearsal up? next time. Come to rehearsal <laughs> next time. I will. I will. <laughs> Senator Lindsey. <laughs> Senator Lindsey Graham said on The View this week, there's only one person who would call President Trump a stable genius. He added, and only two people who will suck John McCain's cock. That's right. (laughs) Well, now, anyway, back in that field, he could get it. (laughs) Back then. An old lesbian daddy dick. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, days after he dropped his new song, Filthy, 36-year-old Justin Timberlake announced a tour supporting his upcoming album, Man of the Woods. <laughs> Fuck. Man of the Woods? Are you kidding me? Now you know you know me. 
Don't get shot up in the Poconos by them gun stores with no socks. No, I'm thinking of going outside and walking backwards. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Nothing on me. Mang, mang. Later with us. Okay. Ciao, bellies. Good night. Ciao, Bella. Who's that? He did another weird thing where he was abducted by aliens. I think he was just abducted by aliens. So. We uh we we have uh what else do we need to talk about about Andrew's wedding? Did we cover everything? It's hard to really put it in chronological order because not much happened. Yeah, you're right. It was uh we we didn't talk about the speech. We didn't talk about uh you know yeah you're right actually not a whole lot happened actually. <laughs> other than other than the speech, I don't remember anything about the wedding. All, all I remember is the most coordinated dance floor I've ever seen in my life. And that game that the MC had everyone play was the most confusing game I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. That was the worst <laughs> wedding MC I, he I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, and and yes. he seemed he was a good-looking guy. He was a young guy. He's he's he was right. He, right. It seemed like he would be charismatic and stuff, but he was just uh he was not good at his job is all. I mean, he'd probably be good if. Uh, he was doing, I don't know if he was uh, doing data entry or something. Right, right, right. And, you know, the other thing that was normal, but Jesus was very normal in that way. I don't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, he wasn't, even was mad. Going on? he wasn't even mad I insulted him in the speech. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I don't said, know what, and his child was normal. I said, sorry, I talked about the cupcakes falling, and he goes, they fell. <laughs> but it was great. It was great to see him. You know, it's been such a long time. And uh, but yeah, everybody loved that wedding. Everyone was normal. It was a normal wedding. I don't know. And that know. is the problem. Big problem. Big problem. <laughs> I wish one of the other mains was there. I wish somebody else was there just to observe this. I, I can tell you know, Andrew I was very. He was very upset by that. He was very hurt by these other mains, not a single one of them coming. Not, not one of them. I know. That was, that was pretty ridiculous. And, uh, uh, you know, it was, it's ridiculous. I they didn't even really God. give excuses. Right. Right. Exactly. What, what about I don't God? even know if they got back to him. Did they even get back to him? I don't even know if they got yeah. back to him. That's even worse. I, he said uh, they got back to him and said they, they couldn't make it. That's uh, ridiculous. Scotty, falling uh, apart. Falling apart. Honestly, bro, falling apart. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> we have to have a main anniversary though. Well, I'll, I'll I'll bring everyone together. Yes, uh, it's I have your, to try to do this. The onus is on you. Oh, hey, hey, uh, hey, uh, on uh, January fifth, that was four years sober. Are you serious? Yo. Holy shit! Congratulations, bro. Four years. Yes, sir. Wow. Thank you. Good job. Congratulations, man. Keep it up. You are, you are uh, an inspiration, and uh, that's very, uh, that's a big thing. I can't even believe it's been four years. To be honest with you, I think mean, that's ridiculous. I so, know it seems like five. Did you get a coin? Yeah, I got it. I get a new coin? coin. I got a very nice coin. My uh, my sponsor that I never call, and I'm a terrible sponsee. Uh, he um, he gave me the first nice coin he's given me since year one. 
the the coins in between have been these shitty plastic coins, but this one's a ni- another nice uh, one again. Excellent, excellent. And uh, is is are you still you're still going to the meetings and everything, right? Yeah, I mean, I still go to the no. one meeting a week where I know uh, okay. Vinny B from, who, by the way, on January uh, uh, tw- no, 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 January first had 22 years. So congratulations to you, Vinny, wow. my friend. Yes. Congrats to Vinny, man. Wow, jeez. Well, yeah, that four years is impressive. I'm, I can't believe how fast that flew, actually. That's, that's pretty amazing, actually. Are you? I can't believe you did that. I, I never had the willpower to do that. Ugh, too much peer pressure. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I remember recently um, B. Marsh said to me about some night out, he was like, and you were drinking back then, right? And I said, yeah, thank God. <laughs> I guess it was a good <laughs> night out. Oh, it's because, you know why? It's because we were at this Chinese restaurant, Joe Shanghai's, and uh, we're eating those soup dumps, and Ryan Willoughby oh, showed up. Soup dumps. What? They are amazing. What are you, crazy? <laughs> Love soup dumps. They taste good, but once you put them in your mouth, they're so hot and they blow up in your mouth. You gotta. It, there's an art to eating them shits, but uh, Ryan Willoughby. There was uh, so two two. You know, you share tables at this place, and and two Indian guys sat next to us, and and yeah. this kid Willoughby. He um he goes, hey Holmes, and then he just starts shaking his head in that racist uh, way to imitate Indians, and uh, oh, it was like because he. Because he was totally hammered and whatever, and uh, you know, I talked about it with him recently. He f- feels very bad about it, but he was so wasted that night, and he he would not stop talking about this pork shoulder that he had that was imported from Spain. He was like, uh, and then like if anyone would mention uh, like pork to, and he would go, yeah. oh my god, I was just at this party. I had this pork shoulder it was imported from Spain, and he must have told that story about a hundred times. Uh, over and over again. Oh, and that was the same night that he lost his friend, and his friend like slept in Grand Central, and uh, he was a strange character. It was a very racist thing for him to have done, but he's not a bad person. He's not a racist person when he's sober. I guess you know alcohol does weird things to us. But that's when B Marsh was like, "You were drinking then," and I said, "Yeah, thank God." <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's good kid, good kid. But those dumps, I'm telling you, they're very difficult to eat. Very difficult. So what do you say we do this again in two weeks? Weeks. I'm all in on that. Maybe I'm all in. I'm. I rescind my uh, <laughs> my resignation. I'm back for good, baby. As long as you have me. As long as you have me, that's it. Of course. So we'll see everyone back on the January. Uh, oh, I got a nice text message from Vinny saying, thanks, fellas. So that's very nice. So, uh, oh, wow. hey, let's, why don't I, why don't I call, uh, I'll call out some other uh, people from Alcoholics Anonymous that I shouldn't be naming by name. Uh, sure. Just kidding. Uh, no, I just said that because I know <laughs> Vinny doesn't give a shit, nor do I. Um, so, uh, or like DC LaRue. He did the show. He said, you know, that's how we know each other. He's fine with that. You know, it's really the anonymous thing is very uh, up to interpretation. Um, right. It's important, but it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's hard to be anonymous when you develop such close uh, friendships with a lot of these cunts. That's right. And yeah. uh, they're, they're 
You got and, and it's a milestone, you know. It's a milestone. It should be congratulated. I mean, this is a good thing. It's a good thing we're talking about here. Come on. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's a great thing. All right, so uh, we'll see you again on the uh, January. Uh, what did I say? The twenty fifth. And uh, in the meantime, yeah. what's your favorite scene in She's the Main Man for Jermaine? Bang bang bang. All right, my favorite scene in She's the Main Man for Jermaine Bang Bang is one of my favorite favorite scenes of all time. Jermaine Bang plays a a gangster who comes to the great city of uh, New York. And it's the ending of the movie, and uh, she's talking about yeah. how. How uh, time has changed. In the end, they put the candles on the bodies so their friends, if they had any, could know them in the dark. The city did this free of charge. Shang, Jimmy Spoils, Hellcat, McLoin, and more. Friend or foe didn't make no difference now. It was four days and nights before the worst of the mob was finally put down. We never knew how many New Yorkers died that week before the city was finally delivered. My father told me we was all born of blood and tribulation. And so then, too, was our great city. But for those of us that lived and died in the period days, it was like everything we knew was mightily swept away. And no matter what they did to build the city up again for the rest of time, it would be like no one ever knew we was even here. And that's my favorite scene to shoot the main man for Jermaine Bates. Yes. 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 Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Was and that what from is your favorite team? That from that from Gangs of New York? Exactly. You got it. 100. Oh. Okay. Good, good. job, sir. Okay. Let's see. My favorite scene, and she's the main main feature, Amanda Bynes main, is when Amanda Bynes played a uh, uh, a man named Larry Flint, uh, and <laughs> she said, and I I have not studied a Flint impression, so I'll just, but you know, I probably could. <laughs> probably could, but I have a thought for you. Murder is illegal, but you take a picture of somebody committing the act of murder, they'll put you on the cover of Newsweek. You might even win a Pulitzer Prize, and yet sex is legal. Everybody's doing it or wants to be doing it, yet you take a picture of two people in the act of sex, or you take a picture of a woman's naked body, and they'll put you in jail. Now, I have a message for all you good, moral, Christian people who are complaining that breastuses and vaginas are obscene. Hey, don't complain to me. Complain to the manufacturer, okay? And although Jesus told us not to judge, I know you're going to judge anyway, so judge sanely. Judge with your eyes open. What do you consider obscene? Is this obscene to you? Or perhaps that's obscene to you. Maybe this is obscene to you. But what is more obscene, this or this? This or this? Say, uh, you know, politicians and demagogues like to say that sexually explicit material corrupts the youth of our country, and yet they lie, cheat, and start unholy wars. Look at them. They call themselves men. They're sheep in a herd. I think a real obscenity comes from raising our youth to believe that sex is bad and ugly and dirty, and yet it is heroic to go spill guts and blood in the most ghastly manner in the name of humanity. With all the taboos attached to sex, it's no wonder we have the problems we have. It's no wonder that we're angry and violent and genocidal. But ask yourself the question, what is more obscene, sex or war? And that is my favorite scene. She's the main man feature made of Bane's main. Wow. Yes. That was, uh, that was gripping. That was gripping. That was very good. 
I feel like if I do if I did it in Larry Flint's voice, it would it would be much worse. But uh, maybe I'll try that next time. Um, it w- I feel like it wouldn't be as good as just coming from a normal, more normal sounding voice is all. Anyway, exactly. uh, I, can, <laughs> uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And what are you going to do with that Barbie doll? You're going to run yourself into a wall as hard as you can. You're going to knock yourself out. And you're going to say to yourself, I have a dream that everybody will be equal and friendly and everybody, everybody will have freedom. And, uh, yeah, and you'll have a nice, good night's sleep. <laughs> Sorry, that was very random. That was very random. What the? Did, I, yeah, just, was... did I drop acid earlier? What the? What the <laughs> I think I did. I'm sorry. I, I, was, you know, I had a lot of thoughts in my head. I couldn't really you know, get it coherently out of there. I, you know, listen to me. I think I'm turning into Maine through now. I think this is what's happening. Somebody has to now that he's turned into someone normal. Now that he's normal, I'm going to turn absolutely abnormal. Not, not that I wasn't before, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ten times worse now. And I just want to point out that Fogarty said maybe the greatest sentence I've ever heard earlier tonight when he was talking about Willem Dafoe. Do you know what sentence I'm referring to? No. Which one? He said, their horse cocks would come out of their grass skirts. (laughs) That was a pretty great line, actually. (laughs) Their horse cocks would come out of their grass skirts. There's, just, there's so much to unpack in that. There's so much, so much going on in that sentence. That is total Fogarty for you. He's the Wizard <laughs> of Oz. <laughs> All right. Uh, somebody else me about Good night, week. Good night, everybody. Happy New Year. Good night.